Do you love your past self? Do you offer grace to who you used to be? This may sound like an odd question if you've never thought about all the different people that you've been in your lifetime. Odds are every single one of us has deconstructed our beliefs at some point in our lives. This can be in the form of politics, religion, or any general belief and perspective that no longer speaks truth to you. Regardless of what ideas you let go of or new ideas you're currently sitting with, we are all different people than we used to be. You're different from who you were in high school. You're different than who you were five years ago. And with the year that we've had, I'll bet you're a different person now than who you were stepping into 2020. I say all this because I've recognized a bit of divisiveness recently between people online. With COVID, elections, and everything else that has happened to this year, it's easy to point the finger at those we disagree with. It's easy to be angry with people who share different beliefs than our own. But you know what's not easy? Recognizing that we used to be half of the people we currently hate. Accepting who we used to be is not easy. Extending grace towards our past thoughts and actions isn't easy. Understanding and coming to terms with the fact that we would not have been receptive to the way we act towards half of the people we disagree with today isn't easy. Which is why I asked the questions, do you love your past self? And do you offer grace to who you used to be? Because the truth is, when we haven't forgiven ourselves and our past mistakes, it's hard to love those who are currently at where we used to be. Everything is spiritual, and it's about time that we learn what it means to dig in a little deeper. I am your host, Elaine Johnston, and I created Spirituality Untamed as a way for women to unlock their spiritual liberation and divine freedom. God has gifted each one of us the ability to go deeper and tap into our higher callings. But in order to fully step outside of the boxes that have been holding us back for far too long, it's imperative that we allow our own spiritual journey to run free, wild, and untamed. In this podcast, we explore different mindset patterns, meditation practices, and the power of manifestation in order to grow into our greatest potential. Each week, we discover our own unique giftings through divine affirmations and spiritual truths as we allow ourselves to be unified in spirit. I believe that God is vast and beautiful and mysterious, and that together, we can step out of the box and into our truest selves. This is Spirituality Untamed. Are you ready to dig deeper and let your own spirituality run wild? What an intro, right? (laughs) Starting this week off with a strong bang, I suppose. But this is something that I have been sitting with myself. These are questions that I'm asking myself and contemplating where I stand with my own beliefs. I want you to know that anytime I step behind this mic, I'm standing next to you. 
I'm not asking you questions that I'm not first asking myself. I'm not telling you to sit with the hard and uncomfortable things that I'm not sitting with as well. So yeah, the opener to this episode was really heavy. I agree. But that's where the most honest and vulnerable conversations start. If you follow my other show that I co-host with my husband, The Reckless Pursuit, then you're familiar with the idea of, quote, unsafe questions. And what we mean by this is that there are questions that are deemed as unsafe to ask publicly. There are questions that inevitably warrant kickback. These questions may seem taboo or uncomfortable to ask because they feel heavy. These questions have sturdy weight to them. And I believe that the reason behind this is because most of these questions are things that we are all thinking in our head but dare not say out loud. Whether it's fear of judgment or shame or guilt, we hide these questions deep inside of us. We tend to bottle them up. We want the answers or at least the freedom in openly asking the questions in the first place, but we dare not take them to the public. And this is dangerous. When everyone is struggling with or dealing with deep and heavy issues that they don't bring to the surface, It's no wonder why everyone seems so downtrodden online. It's no wonder conversations can be so triggering. It's no wonder that people jump to conclusions and find it incredibly easy to dismiss those we disagree with because we feel attacked on a personal level. But not everything should be taken personally. Not everything warrants our energy. There's this saying that says, You don't have to attend every conversation you're invited to. And this one hurts me on a deep level. This one really stings me because I'll be the first person to admit I take a lot of stuff personally, both online and offline. It's something that I'm currently working on myself. And that's why I'm sitting here behind this microphone telling you that we have to do some inner healing. There's some serious major cleanup of the soul that we need to take care of before we can extend any of that healing towards others. Now, I understand there is merit and truth to personal attacks. There are people who on purpose go around attacking other people like it's their profession. There's this sense of hurt and pain where people literally jump on every opportunity to feed on these high emotions. Yes, there are people who get a kickback for attacking people just to get their point across, and we call these people trolls. The thing is, it's easy to sniff these people out. It's pretty easy to detect someone who is genuinely interested in what you're saying versus someone who just wants to have the last laugh or the last comment on a cringy Facebook thread. There are people that no matter how kind you are, no matter how forgiving you are, no matter how understanding you are, and no matter how much grace you extend towards them, they're never gonna change unless they do their own heavy healing introspective work. So it's okay if your kindness and your grace is in the form of quote, loving them from afar and hitting that Control-Alt-Delete button. But who I'm specifically referring to are the people who are currently where we used to be. 
our past selves merge into who other people are right now. And it's hard. Believe me, it is hard to extend that grace towards other people who just won't see our perspectives or listen to what we have to say because they wholeheartedly believe in their truth for themselves. But I think about deconstruction in whatever form that may look for you. You had these strong beliefs that you once held on to. Then you experienced life, and some of those, if not all, of those beliefs no longer ring true for you. So you reform your beliefs and you go on this new path. But we so easily forget that everyone else is doing the exact same thing. There's this deconstruction complex, if you will, that your current beliefs are the only beliefs worth having. And you dismiss everyone else's experiences because they're not your own. You hate anyone who believes your old way of thinking. But I wonder, in our old way of thinking, would we have been receptive? Were we receptive to who we are now? Would we have accepted new perspectives if we had people in our lives mocking us and slandering us for what we once believed in? I'd have to say no. I know I wouldn't have. Did you know I still think about things that I said over 10 years ago that I deeply regret and still have to forgive myself for? There are things that I have to first accept before I can extend grace towards my past self, much less anyone else who they currently are. And you know what? There are times where I have to be extra careful with people who still hold on to old beliefs of mine. Why? Because I have to put myself in the position of my past self and view things as my past self would in order to find grace with beliefs that no longer ring true for me. If I wouldn't have been receptive to new perspectives without the grace and forgiveness of other people first and giving me permission to sit with those things, I probably would not be here today sharing this openly and I would probably still be operating out of that older version of myself. So now when I see people online with perspectives that I don't agree with, I have to first check myself and how I am willing to respond. Am I willing to respond out of the grace that I needed in the past? Or will I prolong someone else from finding their whole truth? To make this episode come back full circle, I'm going to ask you the two questions I originally opened with. Do you love your past self? And do you offer grace to who you used to be? Because I believe that once we find love for our past selves, once we learn how to extend grace and forgiveness towards who we used to be, this is only the beginning of finding unity with those around us.
Thanks for joining me this week on Spirituality Untamed. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit that subscribe button and leave an honest review of the show. Your feedback is greatly appreciated as it helps future listeners dig deeper into their own spiritual journey. If you want to dig deeper within your own spiritual journey and link arms with other women as we dive into our higher selves, then I have news for you. Just head on over to the Spirituality Untamed community on Facebook and click to join. I also produce another show alongside my husband. The Reckless Pursuit is a safe place where Christians can ask unsafe questions, where we discuss various issues such as deconstruction, questioning beliefs, and dealing with religious trauma. If you would like to join in on the conversation, then join us over at Nomads, a safe community to ask unsafe questions. Of course, any of the resources mentioned in this week's episode, as well as information on the show and our Facebook community can be found in the show notes below. Again, thanks for hanging out with me this week. And until next time, don't forget to dig in a little deeper today.